Hi everybody, Dr. Marjorie Kinney here again. Thanks for listening to this, I really appreciate it. And I hope that this day is going okay for you, whether you are forced to stay at home or want to stay at home, or whatever your current situation is right now in this time of upheaval and change. Um, as I mentioned, my goal for these this project, these recordings, is to help you, I don't know where you're at right now, maybe maintain your mental well-being, a level of satisfaction in your life, happiness maybe even, or if that's starting to slip, then to help you get back to a, a pretty good place. As I mentioned, I'd like to do a little bit, just one topic, keep it short, keep it simple, baby. Um, with a little bit of information and a little bit of hands-on. So really a tool, a trick, an activity you can do with each of these recordings to get you into a, a good place. Um, I mentioned previously that satisfaction in life, having living the good life, is it takes work. Mental well-being takes work. A lot of people I notice, some of my clients will come and they just expect, they just say, okay, when, when's the happiness going to come back? Uh, I always think of people kind of sitting on a beach and just sitting there doing nothing and lying on the sand and they expect the next wave of happiness to come and they'll just sit there doing nothing and waiting, waiting for it to come. And, and that's not the way our, our brains work. You have to work for for happiness. You have to work for that inner peace, that calmness. You have to work to make the depression go away and the anxiety to go away. Through practice and time and dedication and repetition. Okay, enough of the preachy talk for today. So I'm really fascinated with the connection between mind and body. I think it's uh, it's great. It's amazing. You can do so many things to change your mood through um, through physical activities, and I'm not talking about running or jogging or any of the sports stuff, which is also great, fantastic way to improve your mood. But today I'm going to actually talk about breathing and how this super easy thing to learn, proper breathing, can really help alleviate, especially anxiety, stress. Uh, when I first started practicing, I completely underestimated the breathing. I thought it was just kind of too esoteric and too eh, hippie. But over the years, I have learned better, people. Yes, breathing. Breathing is the easiest, fastest way to start making a really long-term positive impact on your mental health. How this works is... With proper breathing, we kind of trick our body into being calmer than it is at the current moment. So breathing can help with anything from, well, I have to go on stage in a few minutes and give a speech in front of 200 people, to an example out of my own life. I just come home from work and there's 600 billion toys all over the house and it looks like, I don't know. Uh, mini bomb went off and I like feel myself going like uh-huh, to clinical anxiety really having problems every day being anxious being fearful um, 
having phobias, having a hard time being around large groups of people. So how does it work? In our body, we have, I'm just going to talk about this really quick. This is really on the surface. So uh, there's lots of information about, about this out there if you want to delve into it. But very quickly, running right through our facial muscles and down our, down our spine, we have the longest nerves in our body, and they're called the vagus nerves. And these these nerves are responsible for two systems we have. And one is the, the parasympathetic, or a, a state of being can be in the parasympathetic or in the sympathetic mode. Good to know is you can only be in one or the other. This is a one-zero case, right? You're only in either one or the other. We want to be in parasympathetic for about 95% of our entire life. Parasympathetic is, I hope, where you are right now. You're pretty calm. You're relaxed. Maybe you're chilling out in your pajamas like I am. Your internal organs are working well. You're, you're feeling calm. Sympathetic, on the other hand, is fight, flight, or freeze. That is when we're afraid, when we're panicking, when something bad is happening. When we're in this phase or stage, state rather, I'd rather use that term, when we're in this state, uh, many things happen, and these, these are things that are all meant through human evolution, through biology, to really protect your body. Uh, I'm going to use an analogy from Dr. From Dr. Nadine Burke-Harris, and she wrote a book called The Deepest Well, and I really like the, the metaphor she uses in her book. So you're sympathetic when there's a bear, right? Let's say you're walking through the forest, you turn the corner, and there's a bear. And your whole body is ready to do something. You're either going to try and fight the bear, probably not the best choice, but hey, uh, flee, run away from the bear, or you may freeze. Your blood starts flowing to your legs, to your arms, to your extremities. Uh, it's going away from your internal organ. It's going away from your frontal cortex, so that really big, large part of your front brain that helps you make good decisions. Uh, you might start sweating, your heart is certainly pounding, and your body's getting ready to protect you. These are all really good things, and they're great things if there really is a bear there. We get problems with long-term stress, right? chronic stress, to the, the smoking of the modern age, right? Really bad for you. Long-term chronic stress, anxiety, is when you think there's always a bear there, but there isn't. So that's when we're ending up in chronic stress. And here, your your, sympath your sympathetic system is always on. It's bad. It's really bad for your health. People get stomach aches a lot. They have uh, digestion problems because there's not enough blood flow in their, in their stomach. Women. This is one of my personal favorite topics. I work a lot with um, hypnobirthing and hypnosis during pregnancy. Women who are pregnant who have chronic stress, right? Those, those stress hormones. You're not only experiencing them, they're not only going to your body, right? All these stress hormones that are released when, when you're in your sympathetic state, but your, your baby's also uh, receiving these stress hormones in your womb. So what we see in, in babies who, whose mothers are in states of chronic stress during, during pregnancy is that the, the baby will be born with an unusually large limbs, right? Because the, there's the limbs have been receiving a lot of blood flow, but the frontal cortex is smaller. That's that's not good, folks. <laughs> you 
really get a de-stress during pregnancy. So breathing is really important during pregnancy and all other times of life. You can use really simple breathing techniques to get ready for your, your speeches, bring down your anxiety, and overall enjoy better health in the long term. Great, easy way to personally affect your genes, right? We can't we can't decide what genes we inherit, but we can make a big difference in which genes are turned on and turned off. This is called epigenetics, how the environments, the environment around us, including our own behavior, our own diets, our own thought processes affect our genes. Really simple method. There's many, many different breathing exercises out here, but and this is one of my favorites. I would recommend you practice it as often as you can, several times a day. And I promise if you do just this and you ignore everything else I say for however long these, these recordings are going to take, if you do nothing else, do this twice a day, more, for a couple of weeks, and I promise you'll start to really notice a difference. You'll be more patient with other people around you. You'll feel better. All right, so find a quiet place to sit down, if you can. I don't know how many kids are bouncing around your house right now. Turning off music, turning off the TV, turning off your phone. If you want to close your eyes, you can do this lying down, you can do this standing up, you can do this sitting, it doesn't really matter. Take a really long, deep breath out. Really press all the air out of your lungs. And when you're ready, breathe in through your nose to a count of six. In, two, three, four, five, six. Hold for two counts. And then breathe out, ideally through your nose. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do it again. Maybe your tempo's a bit slower, a bit faster than mine. That's fine. Breathing in. One, two, three, four, five, six. Holding to a count of two. And breathing out to the same count through your nose. And this time when you breathe out, just say the word, relax as you breathe out. Breathing in, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hold to a count of two. And as you breathe out through your nose to a count of six, just say the word, relax, either out loud or in your mind and feel your shoulders let go and sink deeper towards the ground with each breath out. Okay, that's it. It's really easy. It's really basic. I'm going to do a separate recording for this so that if you'd like to be guided through this a few times before you're ready to fly on your own, you can listen to that recording without listening to the rest of this recording. Do this as often as you can. It feels great. It's good for your whole body. Um, a quick word about breathing in and out through your nose. I know I, I've suffered from a lot of allergies, so sometimes I can do this and sometimes I can't. 
But there is a reason through breathing. There is a reason why it's recommended that you breathe in and out through your nose. And um, your nose acts as a filter. It also warms the air. But you're also getting a better mix of oxygen going, going to your muscles. Um, also to your baby, by the way, if you're pregnant. You know, getting all that good energy in. Enough about that. And enough from me for today. Be kind, be well. Write me with your questions and your personal comments and concerns. And you'll hear again from me soon.